1: Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast universe of lore behind the Mass Effect games. We'll talk about all the details you may have missed, ask the hard questions, and more. It's that time, friends. It is the end of the month. This is June 27th, 2021, and it is time for our second official patron chat episode and we've got a crowded room tonight this is awesome we are live currently at twitch.tv robots radio it is 10 30 p.m and n7 legend is here with me i'm tom or robot sam how's it going buddy how you doing
2: hot it's very hot in portland (laughs) it's 113 or 114 degrees i think and that's definitely a record shattering temperature, but this is not the weather lore cast. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> why don't we go on and, and, and get to know some of our new patrons?
1: Yes, um, man. we're So here's the deal. We've got a bunch, a bunch of patrons. Thank you so much to each and every one of you for helping to support the show and for joining us because Sam and I love chatting about our favorite games with our favorite New friends and this is gonna be an awesome experience um, but we're gonna go just down the list based on the way they are listed on the patreon chat and To start out with we have sovereign Sovereign I know it starts with an s, but he's got like a bracket So sovereign ends up at the top also so- sovereign is our tier 5 patron and so is also a commander Shepard So you're sovereign Shepard, I guess welcome to the show. How's it going?
3: Hey, how's it going? am glad to be here. Looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, thank you again for all the support and welcome to the show. Then we have Psych88. Welcome. Hi, it's great to be here. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the show as well. And Kather is back. Kather joined us last month and is joining us again. Kather, how are you? Fine. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome. And then we have Stunts and Struts joining us. Welcome to the show. Hello, happy to be here. Awesome. And Teacup92, Teacup. (laughs) Hey. Hey, that was pretty simple. Uh, And Toasty is joining us again. Toasty, welcome back. Hi. Hi. And Toasty and I do the uh, Witcher lore cast on Monday nights. If you are into the Witcher games, you should come check that out as well. It's up on everything. And for some reason, Apple doesn't want to put the first episode, but the second episode is there. Who knew? Who knows? I don't know, Uh, but you should go check that out. And then we have Lena. Lena just joined us for our cyberpunk patron episode and decided to double dip tonight, just like Toasty and Cather and is joining us as well. Welcome to the show, Lena.
4: Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for supporting the show and for joining us. And then we have Vervada with uh, cat ears. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thank you for the support. All right, everybody. Um, So to kick off our conversation tonight, we will be discussing and we've tossed around some ideas in in the patron chat about different topics we might want to cover. And since we've been talking about the different races, we were thinking, okay, what about favorite races? What about races that you would want to be? What about races that most reflect who you are? If you weren't human, which one would you more, most likely be? So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go through a list of the different races. And we're going to start with the Citadel races and then non-Citadel races. And we're gonna go down this list. And if I name one of the races that you either would want to be or you think matches who you currently are, then feel free to chime in and explain to us why you would either choose that race to be or why you think that race currently matches who you are. Sound good? You can just nod. We we can see video. There we go. Yeah, that works really good for audio podcasts too because I can just tell them you're nodding, I guess. I don't know. But here we go. Let's start off with, and we'll go alphabetical through each of these groups. So Citadel races, of course, we start with A. So we have the Asari. Does anybody... Feel like, and, and if you aren't on video, if you want to unmute to let me know that you want to chime in, go ahead and do that. Um, does anybody want to chime in about the Asari? Anyone want to be an Asari or think that they would be an Asari in this universe? We're getting to no. know. Nobody? Nobody wants to be Asari or or feels that they are an Asari. Oh, wait, Toasty, Toasty? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you were raising no. your hands. I thought maybe you. I was
5: just surprised. I thought that I was a kind of surprise surprised too because to they,
1: they sorry are cool. All right, we'll move on to the next one. What about the Drell? We haven't done the, an episode on them yet. I think the Drell are really cool, honestly. Oh, Lena, Lena, oh. okay, oh. Lena, yeah, Lena, T-cup. Like
4: I, I resonate with them because they are. I don't know. They're just the coolest race <laughs> in my opinion. Like when I met Thane, I was like starstruck. I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest character ever in the uh-huh. Mass Effect series. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. He also has like the spiritual side, but um, I don't know. I like the story behind it and I would like to be a drill in the Mass Effect universe.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, li- I like the drill too. Um, Thane was the one that I, uh, on my play, my original playthrough of Mass Effect 2, the one that I actually uh, romanced. And. He was my only companion who died in the last mission, which is extremely tragic. It was such such a bummer. Um, But yeah, so that happened to me. Uh, (laughs) So Teacup, what do you think? You raised your hand.
0: I don't know if I would want to be a Drell. But I think I would be a Drell.
1: You think you are a Drell, right? Okay. Not Adele, the singer, a Drell. That's very different. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, But just in my thing about like, the Drell and their kind of more rigid code of ethics and their spirituality that kind of matches with that just kind of matches with how I live my life and all of that. Which I have kind of, when we get that, I've gone back and forth between Turian and Drell, but I don't have some kind of military side that is in the Turian
1: mm-hmm. culture. I can see some similarities there. What do you think, Sam? You think that they're kind of similar? You, you're, of course, more the expert. Anybody who's tuning into this episode thats the first episode, this is very different than we normally do. So welcome to the show. But Sam is, is the expert. I'm kind of the color commentator host of the show. Um, what do you think? Do you think there's commonalities? I, it feels that way to me. What do you think?
2: I'm sorry, commonalities between the drill and- The
1: drill the, and the Turians.
2: Yes, yeah, okay. I wanted to make sure I heard right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I gotta adjust some audio levels myself. Um, But, yeah, I definitely do see some commonalities between the Drell and the Turians, especially when it comes to stoicism. I think both races are culturally stoic, so it's not really in the modus operandi of most of the members of the Drell and Turians to be very outward and forthcoming with their deep-seated emotions. And uh, I was just thinking, like, would I be a Drell? Because Drell need... You know, don't they need somewhere? Uh, is is it? Do they need somewhere arid or do they need somewhere humid? Because I need somewhere humid. I my sinuses get very dry, arid. very easily. <laughs> so maybe I would not be a drill. Yeah, they, <laughs> they need somewhere arid. So I would definitely not be a drill. But that's that's my take.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Anybody else on the drill? I don't think so. I don't think anyone else raised their hand. All right, next <laughs> next on the list of the Citadel races. The Elcor. Does anybody think that they are or would like to be an Elcor? Wait, Sam? (laughs) Sam raised his hand. (laughs) I think he's just joking, right?
2: (laughs) I'm actually not. Uh, And I think one of the reasons (laughs) So I think one of the reasons why I I might be an Elcor. I don't really want to be one, uh, but I might be an Elcor because I've listened like I listened back to a lot of our episodes, not just to to understand what advertisers are are on our uh, episodes, but I listen back to hear if there's anything with my audio quality or anything that I need to change myself. Mm-hmm. And often I'm realizing that that I don't have a ton of vocal inflection variety. <laughs> and so you know, like <laughs> unfortunately,
1: I think I might be an Elcor Uh, Ah, like I do Like my voice is all over the place That's how I sound all the time Um, Alright, so I I take it nobody else is an Elcor Alright, let's move on Here's another weird one, Hanar (laughs) Do we have any Hanar in the room? I don't think so Alright, how about uh, We're skipping humans (laughs) Here's another weird one keepers (laughs) keepers <laughs> who feels like they might be a keeper i mean a keeper like hey you're a keeper you're like i should hold on to you baby not like that like keepers no nope, nobody wants to be a keeper <laughs> i kind of doubt that all right all right here's here's one that might actually have legs uh solarian who thinks that they are or would like to be a solarian all right we've got we've got a few here we got, I saw stunts and struts hands first what do you think stunts
6: I just think
1: they're neat. You just like you think they're neat, so you would want to be one.
6: I mean, yeah. I mean, for me, I I, I like the idea of um uh, races that like don't have as long of a, a lifespan, and so they try to make the most of it. Or in some cases, like the Vorcha, don't try to make the most of it. And mm. uh, so I just think that's really in- an interesting aspect when you also have like Asari and Krogans who live for hundreds to thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So, that but is true. I, 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 don't know. And I just think the Solarians are cool. So,
1: cool, cool, toasty. You, you raised your hand as well. What do you think?
5: Um, I'm, um, I'm like ninety percent sure I'd probably be a Solarian. I don't think I want to be a Solarian, uh-huh. but I'm pretty sure I would be. <laughs> I don't what? know. Just their, uh, their personalities remind me of what it's like to have like ADHD brain, which I have ADHD. So ah oh is that okay yeah i can see that that's the one i relate to the most because i like i can listen to a solarian talk and i was like that's just me talking to my boss sometimes i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that's me at work awesome (laughs) all right anyone else anyone else want to chime in
1: sam sam's chiming on this one
2: So likewise with Toasty, I don't really want to be a Solarian, but I think I might be one. Um, And this also goes back to my re-listening to our episodes, because as I've said a couple times before that I, I never really got into podcasting before this show. So I've been victim to one of the classic uh like i hate the sound of my own voice types of things mm-hmm. and so i've been listening to the sound of my voice and i'm like man i am like flying like going a, m- a million miles a minute and then interrupting myself with different tangents so <laughs> i think i might be a solarian
1: yeah well so- I mean, you keep up with me i talk fast too um i like to think that we speak quickly because we think quickly mm-hmm. we'll just pat ourselves on the back on that one good job us we're so smart. Right.
2: Everyone else is, you know, sluggish and dull witted. Is that right. what that means That's that we think
1: exactly what that means? So I must be a Solarian as well. So we'll we'll just go with that for now. Um, now that we've insulted everybody else on the show, let's. Uh, but which is exactly what Solarians would do. I'm sorry, everyone. I don't mean that you guys are sluggish. I'm just we're just too hyper i think that's really yeah, what it comes joke. down to right yeah that was I, I've, I've learned that sometimes i'm too dry with my jokes and people don't get them and then they write reviews that m- are mad at me and they don't realize that things are jokes so i need to do more than just like gesture with my face when it's a <laughs> joke i need to like inflect it a little bit more maybe i don't know um all right so no others no other Solarians sovereign do you have anything about solarians
3: me oh god no i fall right in with a dimwitted thing that you just mentioned
1: oh no no <laughs> No, I saw you unmute, so I thought maybe you wanted to chime in. I also see on unmuted Kather do you have anything about Solarians you want to add?
7: No, I just said something you just meant. Maybe you should. You're an Elcor, Tom.
1: Maybe I'm an Elcor. No, I I uh, I have lots of inflection in my voice, don't I? I don't know. Um, what? Maybe I'm a what
5: Solarian. Well, you just said
1: you were dry, so that's why I said that's true. What if I? Maybe I'm a Solarian Elcor hybrid. That would be super weird. I don't even That's I slow. can't even imagine what that would look like.
5: How how do Solarians interpret Elcor? Because if they think everyone else is slow and dim-witted and then they talk to yeah. the, the, oh. the very slow talking of the Elkor. The yeah. Solarian just like, come on, come on, come on. I, I, I have to imagine they, it's
1: similar to like Tigger and Eeyore having a conversation.
5: That is. I feel like that hits the mark That's so good. Oh, my mind's blown. Thanks. <laughs> That's kind of scary.
1: What How if, that... wait a minute, what if all of the races in Mass Effect are secretly characters from Winnie the uh, Pooh? No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're, no.
5: Done. we're done with this. Next yeah. next race. Please.
1: Oh, no. Okay. All right. We're moving on. We're moving on. All right. Next on the list. Turians. Oh, we've got, we've got a Turian. All right. Vervada. Do you think you're a Turian or do you want to be a Turian?
4: I think for me, I, it's kind of both, but mm. mainly want to be a Turian. I was in the military and I find myself more of a collectivist type person than an individualist type person, all those great Turian traits. But my main reason that I want to be a Turian is because I am soft and squishy and not threatening and if I had a choice, I'd love to be a dangerous predator, <laughs> all of angular and talons and fear. That would be awesome. I just love that about Terrians. Plus, I'm a huge Gears fan, so I think it just fits.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that sounds sounds accurate to me. Um, it also made me think of the idea, Sam, that we need to put together one of those quizzes that you put online that's like, which Mass Effect race are you? With a bunch of dumb questions. <laughs>
2: I was thinking of that, and I, I think that we could probably m- write a much better one. I've done one before, and I just wasn't impressed. I felt like it was too transparent. What You you knew what result you were going to get, you know what I mean, before you had to finish the, right. uh, the, the the quiz. And I don't know, maybe is it too tacky for me to do one while we're doing this episode?
1: No, you can, you can work on one in the background if you want. Yeah, things like, would you betray... The rest of the races in the galaxy? Like, uh, you know, like, like, probably really transparent questions. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's, anyone else about Turians? Anyone else? Doesn't look like it. All right. We're moving on. Here's another good one The Volus. We just did an episode on the Volus, what, two weeks ago? We have any Volus here? Anybody? Oh, oh, we, oh, we got Sam, Sam, and, um, Teacup, raising your hands. Sam a teacup.
0: Teacup, go ahead. I was gonna say I would want to be a bolus solely for the economic power.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like I hate doing like business like m- financial stuff. Like I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. We just had to revise our taxes and crap. And I was just like, oh God, my eyes just glaze over. I'm just like, I hate this. But if that just came natural to me, like that would be amazing.
0: I like to think that's how the bolus got in with the Citadel races is none of the council races wanted to do the accounting work. And so they like, let's just pawn it off on the bolus.
1: I know, right? Right. They were like, let's just work out a deal where we don't have to pay for accountants. We'll just kind of give them a little bit of a cut, <laughs> you know, a little, a little special place at this.
2: <laughs> we'll just outsource it to a client race.
1: Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. Sam, do you have a reason why volus do you think you are volus or you'd want to be a volus?
2: oh uh well i think you know at least for our listeners sometimes my voice can come through a little bit like a volus <laughs> breathing and the gain is a little bit too high maybe oh
1: right right right
2: <laughs> yeah so, and you know i i think i i also relate to the volus on a visceral level because i too was picked on in school so i get it
1: yeah, yeah. I have a feeling all of us at some point were picked on at school, right? kather's raising his hand. He's like, I'm. I a, I'm still picked on at what, school. That's what he's thinking.
7: That there. I have a quick question. When the Volus saw Star Wars, did they, When they saw Vader, they go like, "That's one tall Volus"? Do you think they? <laughs> what do you think?
1: <laughs> How well, did he become like, so like, powerful like, and intimidating?
7: It. Like, it's like they see Star Wars with the Force. Like he has biotics. That's yeah. a really tall Volus. Yeah, it's like.
2: Oh, yeah, maybe Niftu Cal, you know, thought now that is a biotic god. <laughs> i Vader.
7: was just wondering. I I just thought of that just now when you doing the vo- the voices thing, I was thinking of Darth Vader. I'm like, did did, did the Volus think Vader was racist, picking fun of them or something like that? Maybe.
1: Maybe well, maybe he's, like, did, maybe did, he's did their Volus god. Ever, yeah, I like yeah. that idea.
7: I ain't your father
1: You will fear me and my biotic
6: powers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. I could totally see that. All right, let's move on. Um, We're moving on to non Citadel races. Here we go. We also did these guys recently the Batarians. Who thinks they might be a Batarian or wants to be a Batarian? Toasty's shaking his head. We got got no
2: one. I don't think anyone wants to be a galactic terrorist. I don't think
1: so. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. i'm glad glad nobody's (laughs) chiming in being like me i blow things up all the time i wish
5: (laughs) you wish you blew things up all the time uh all right you're on the list now toasty sounds fun i mean i wouldn't blow things up around people but you know around people only in in the woods by yourself to be fair i have blown stuff up before i I went out with my stepdad and we shot uh i I think it's called like tannerite or something it's just like a, a, a mild explosive thing. we just shoot it, and then it would go boom. And then mm. that's what we did for like an entire afternoon. It was quite fun. Okay. All right. So maybe I'm a Batarian. Maybe,
1: maybe you're a Batarian. I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah, go, go stunts. Uh...
6: I'm I'm sorry. Wasn't there just an, a whole episode about how Batarians aren't all terrorists? There was. Um just want to point that. There was. Uh, I, I would like to be a citizen but terrorist who has nothing to do and just stays on his home planet the whole time okay uh lorded
1: over by a farming
6: or whatever they're doing
1: domineering government that gives you feeds you misinformation
6: hey man i just want corn (laughs) i just want corn i just want to make
1: food and live in peace gosh all right all right next next on the list collectors the collectors
5: It's on the list. Which ones are those again?
1: The, um, co- the
5: collectors.
7: They're the uh, genetically modified protheans.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And it, uh, So here's what uh, one of the wiki says. An added enigmatic race that lived beyond the Omega 4 relay and uh, a mass relay of the same system as Omega in the Terminus systems. They are rarely seen in the Terminus system itself, let alone Citadel Space are generally regarded as a myth by Citadel citizens. Are any of you guys a myth? A mysterious race I would like
5: to be <laughs> just want to I don't think I am but I definitely would like to be. it'd be cool to be a myth okay ma all right
8: all right
1: well I think we're moving on to the next one okay this one's this one's interesting geth what do you guys think about the geth no takers on this one nobody's actually a geth nobody feels like a robotic uh synthetic robot race I've
2: been called one.
1: <laughs> That's <everybody's just>, Who is <laughs> calling you all of these names?
2: <laughs> People who I think should not get the uh, the airtime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Next, you, uh, Tom. You. I mean, I, Tom. You. Me, you are
2: robots, right? So. I
1: am robots. Maybe I'm a guff. That's
5: true. I might.
0: But I might be a, a
5: guff. But, but aren't the geth a hive mind too don't they have like a hive mind maybe we do I mean I do that's uh-huh. true he, he's got like the mechanist and, and buddy mm-hmm. bot and maybe yeah I guess mm-hmm. Tom mm-hmm. would be a geth hey what
7: are you talking about
5: buddy
1: bot uh, we're, doing, I mean, we're not on the fallout cast so. right now um, uh, yeah I, it could be maybe in part geth maybe in part geth part Solarian. that might be it Um, next on the list there might be some takers for this one the krogan oh we've got a krogan here Vervada. are you uh, do you feel like a krogan or do you want to be a krogan
4: just like krogan's um once again dangerous that's cool because i'm very not dangerous Mm -hmm. but mainly i just find that every playthrough whether it's the original trilogy or andromeda i just Krogan validation. I always side with the Krogan. I don't know why I keep playing these games and I just keep making the same decisions, but I just love the Krogan. I don't know. I just like them. I like the Krogans too. Definitely not a Krogan
1: at yeah, all. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but kind of intimidating. You know, tough. Tough exterior. I'm a Krogan. They talk like that. Anyone else? And
4: they're just battle turtles. Battle turtles. They're so cute. I like, like that.
1: Sovereign? Sovereign? Oh, yeah.
3: Well, I like that they're basically self-destructive space-age Vikings that live for millennia, so that really (laughs) appeals to me.
1: Okay, so they're on on your list of I, I would like to be them? Oh, yes. I mean, there's the whole, like, genophage thing... I mean, that's kind of a bummer.
3: Okay. I want to be one of the Viking or the Vikings, one of the uh, Krogan that makes it past stillbirth. Let's go with that.
1: Okay. There there you go. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that, that, that would be on my list too. I think most people would probably choose that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Teacup, did you want to chime in here?
0: Yeah. The, they're just my favorite right? the Krogan. Um, and so, yeah, I would want to be them. I don't think I'm anything really like them, but I just love that the I like the dynamic of the galaxy, you use them all as these brutes, but when you really like dig into like, you talk to Grunt or you talk to Rex or Drax and Andromeda, you learn like all these like subtle, like codes of ethics that go around the Krogan society and that there's much more to it than I'm a battle turtle who likes to hit
1: things. (laughs) I like this battle turtle thing. Um, But yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why I like them too, because they're, Yeah, I mean they're the definition of like on the exterior like don't judge a book by its cover their exterior looks big and dumb and tough But there's a lot of other stuff going on underneath there. There's like there's real feelings and emotions and motivations and and stuff Which is which is cool Um, Okay, I think we're done with Krogan. Let's move on to um, so on this list are the Leviathans the uh, ancient aquatic race that dominated the galaxy in the time before the Re- Reapers. Proud and aloof. First and only apex race. Any of you guys feel like an apex race? Sovereign?
3: Yeah, I, actually they were at the top of my list for if we were going to pick which uh, race we want to be. And, uh, mainly because well, for one, they can take on the Reapers. And two, they basically live forever. So I'm all down with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, that's not bad. I mean, they, they're... <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a good resume if you were going for something.
3: I would uh, maybe just steer away from creating synthetic life because it didn't work so well for them.
1: Yeah, and they look super weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know that I want to look like that, but okay. Anyone else on the Leviathan? The Leviathan train? Choo choo!
2: I'm a huge fan of Leviathans, uh, but I don't think that i would be them and i don't know if i'd want to be them the only time i ever really feel like an apex predator is when i'm eating a charcuterie board thinking about all the animals that i'm ingesting
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you do that often you yeah, like about it you're like you, you tell your girlfriend you're like hey let's go get let's go get a charcuterie you want to go out and just like kind of do like yeah. a fancy dinner thing and then we can feel like apex predators <laughs>
2: Well, she told me the last time, after the last time that I shrieked like of a velociraptor that we were no longer invited to that restaurant. So.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Yeah. They're um, not into
2: method acting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Lena?
4: Maybe the last thing, like, I can relate to the mindset of uh, being hid under the sea for way too long. Before I get harvested, I would probably hide under the sea, too.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay, and,
4: and I don't know. I I think they look better. I don't know why you think they I look mean, weird. Well,
1: they, they they don't look particularly humanoid, right? Like so many of these races look humanoid, so they're easier for us to like identify with. Like even a Krogan, it, you know, it's a battle turtle, but it's got arms and legs and a face, and you know, like you could imagine, like okay, well, if I look like that and everybody else looks like that, I'd probably get used to it, and I could still move around like a, a normal person, wear pants. I mean, everybody wants to wear pants, right? Um, but, like, yeah, Leviathan, to- totally different kind of species.
3: Well, maybe they do wear pants. It's just Shepard found a nudist colony.
1: Maybe. But, w- you know that meme about, like, if a dog wore pants, would it wear it like this? Or would it wear it like this? It would, like, hold, like where would the waistline go? I don't know. Maybe, maybe somebody from the series and one of the writers can answer the question for us. How would a Leviathan wear pants? Please post a picture on our Discord. Thank you very much. All right, let's move on. Uh, This one, I think, might get some. The Khorians. Oh, oh, Kather and Toasty. You guys, are you guys always the same person? What happened? What's going on here? We're twins. Yeah, yes, we're twins. All right,
5: Toasty. Maybe we're deaf because me and Kather seem to be hive minding over here. So that's what it is.
1: I saw Toasty's (laughs) hand
5: first. Toasty, go ahead. No, let Kather go. He hasn't talked yet. Actually, let's like, uh, let's like let uh, Psych go. Oh, Psych. What's oh?
8: Yeah, I see. sorry. No Hi. problem.
5: You're not a videos, but I
1: wanted to make sure that you yeah. got to chime in it. And you know what? Yeah. I know these two very well, and they can they can wait a, in a minute and, and then chime in.
8: Um. So yeah, I, Koreans are definitely my race. I really uh, connected well with the uh, social stigma. You know, you can't see their face. Uh, the the, that whole thing and you know tech who doesn't love tech right yeah um okay so, so do you feel
1: you feel like you would be a quarian or do you also feel like you would want to be one
8: i would
5: uh, both, we'll just both. Die with both. <laughs> yeah
1: okay that makes sense i get that all right toasty what do you think
5: um i i think i would definitely want to be a Korean. i don't know if i am particularly one but uh i don't know that's just always like the kind of aspect of things that really appeal to me like the tech based plus like they have like this like nomadic lifestyle so i just thought that was like really cool so cool
1: gotcha kather
7: um koreans are my favorite race and i also think i would be one because when i was younger and this first came out i always wore clothing because i didn't like people touching me i wear clothing
1: too we have that in
7: common well i mean i I like i'd wear hoodies i'd wear longs. i i I, I like hiding my i I didn't like looking people i gotcha i gotcha you you. You covered your
1: skin and stuff
7: and i had some uh health issues where i couldn't eat uh, like i get sick from certain things so uh I would love to just be in a, bu- a bubble, so I didn't have to deal with. And I, lo- and I like and I like I'm like, um, a little MacGyver when I was younger too. So I like tinkering with uh, stuff, and so I just bonded with the corian a lot more.
1: Nice, that makes sense. So if you had like a full body covering and face covering suit, you'd you'd be comfortable with that. Yeah, and I'm more used
7: to the panic of like, oh, what happens if I get one little cut? I'm gonna get. The hypochondriac.
1: Oh, for them it's a hypochondriac. For me, it is. Sure. Okay. I got you. I got you. Sovereign, did you want to chime in?
3: Yeah, I guess one thing I find appealing about the Corians is if you're talking to someone, the mask will hide all the faces you're making up.
1: (laughs) Right. It's kind of like during the quarantine stuff where, like, (laughs) you like you could if you can't (gasps) read somebody's eyes, you could be like totally like with your mouth, and they would never know. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I'm totally an adult if you can't tell.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking my tongue out at you, but you'll never know.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have to, like, pretend on that one. That was one thing I definitely appreciated. I, actually, I had a face mask like I just... My customer service was just like, ah, oh, I don't have to smile at you. I can just hide my face behind my face mask.
1: You didn't smize at them
5: with your eyes? Uh, I can actually do that. Like, I can force that easily, so I don't know. Alright, do it. All I, want to see, I want to see it. No, I don't want like, to. Cover, cover your mouth and the smize. I, you can't even see my eyes. My smize? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even see my eyes right now. Alright,
1: alright, alright. I'll tell you what, guys. We're, we've got some... Oh, Kather. Kather, did you want to chime in? More? Core and stuff. He is frozen there. He did freeze. He froze okay. with two fingers and he's gone. All right, he'll be back. I, we need to take a break and thank all of our patrons and then come back and go over some of these uh, remaining races. And some of them are, are kind of nuts. So I'm wondering if any of you guys are going to choose some of these. So hang on for am that. I'm back? Oh, you are back. Okay. What What did yeah, you want to say? You're back.
7: Um, I, I actually had a question about the Corians for Sam. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Grunt and Mass Effect 2, Julie just said, he was doing about the 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 about stabbing the people in the neck, and he said humans, Asari, and uh, Salarians are squishy. Corians are a little bit harder to get. to. I didn't know if that meant their suit or if they actually had harder skin than humans. And then they said Turians were the hardest because they had the carapace.
2: I would I would venture to guess that he was talking about how the okay. suit is capable of sequestering any puncture. That was made so they can block off. Okay, the I didn't know if they meant that they that had like little scales their, under
7: there or not. I couldn't remember.
2: Yeah, my guess would be because of the suit. Uh, because as I understood it, you know, beside that, if you had a quarrying outside of their suit, they're they're actually that's
1: what I thought. Fragile, okay. so. Thank you. Good question. All right, we're gonna go to the middle of the show. Thank our patrons, and we'll be right back with some more of the races.
8: Message coming in.
6: Patching it through. I am sovereign, and this station is mine. I like the sound of that.
1: thanks rex all right we're in the middle of the show and we have our patrons here thank you to each and every one of you guys uh those of you who are joining me here today thank you for your support sam and i very much appreciate it um sam is still trying to get a new job right you're still working on that so i'm sure that the support is very helpful there as well
2: yes yes i am uh couple of things look very promising, so thoughts, prayers, wishes, uh, whatever you guys have, uh, send fingers. the universe some good vibes, because I have a couple of opportunities that look really, really promising, and of course, as I've talked about it on the stream and on, on the Lorecast, uh, as soon as I can nail down one of those, I'm going to be getting a gaming PC, and then... This whole thing with the Lorecast, with streaming, it's just going to go bonkers. We're going to be able to do some super cool things. And, of course, then Tom and I can play a lot of games together.
1: Yeah. And you know what You know else is fun? I've got a kind of a fun other announcement that I can share. Um, and this goes to our patrons helping support uh, the shows that, that you and I do and, and some of the other shows. Uh, and for people who don't know, we do the Xbox Game Pass show as well. Um, I was able to get a new Xbox Series X because... I saw the deal up at Best Buy, and I was—I got in there and it got in my cart, and I was like, "I'm gonna hit the button because I need to be able to play the Xbox Game Pass games on a Series X. Test them out." So I did. So it's—it's it's a business expense because I do podcasts, oh, which is write-offs. which That's is nice. Great. But um, but I
2: was. Going to ask you if i could write my pc off as that and absolutely I answer
1: absolutely and use can, it use it for business for sure. reasons um yeah and so but thank you to you guys for making this a business thing and for also helping to support the shows and let us be able to do stuff like this so that we can You Try these games out on different systems and talk about them. So, um, that is absolutely, you know, where this money goes to, which is awesome. So thank you very, very, very much. Um, but uh, to all of our patrons, we have 26 of you. Holy moly. This number jumps up every week and especially sovereign who is our tier five patron gets call out every week that you are on. So sovereign, thank you very much. and, And welcome to the show. And, um, and Seriously all 26 of you. We've got some new ones I haven't gone through the list to know which one signed up when so here's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go down the list real quick and say thank you to every single one of you guys because we mean it We absolutely mean it and we are just flattered by your support. So thank you very much to Sovereign um, I'm gonna say who the fool uh, Cyclops uh, Jordan Justin D Kather Knox blood who's here? Um, Lena who's here toasty? Uh, stunts and struts, teacup, vervada, Sam P, Andre M, Ben E, Alina R, Jessica R, MK10, Gamer, um, Bernice, Caleb, John W, Justin W, Cadron N, Lupus Malum, Marcel H, Remington C, and SJ Dog21. I'm glad we ended it with SJ Dog21, because that sounds like I don't know. A rapper? Maybe I should use that as a rapper name. Um, Thank you to everybody. You guys are awesome. Thank you so very much. If you're interested in helping to support the show, getting ad-free episodes, episodes early, joining us on future episodes of the show, any of that kind of stuff, go check out patreon.com slash Mass Effect Lorecast. And let's get on with our conversation.
6: Spit it out, or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir. Obviously, I do not
0: know as much about human relationships as I thought.
1: All right. So, next on the list is am I going to I'm going to mispronounce this. The Ralloy? Rollo, How do you say that? I think it's Ralloy. Ralloy?
2: I don't know. I'm just guessing, like
1: like an alloy, maybe yeah, the alloy, the alloy, the, the Ralloy are an avian species. Maybe I'm putting the emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllable. <laughs> syllable uh, originating on the planet Turvis, who made first contact with the Asari in 2184 after launching the first space telescope and discovering the Asari crews Azids in their Az Az. I don't know words. Um, avian bird people, basically. They're not super in the game but anybody want to be avian bird people probably not okay if you do and I skipped you then chime in all right hey, well is- oh, go ahead
3: I'll be done with them <laughs> Being- I like the idea of I like the idea of destroying all my satellites uh, to try to hide for the Reapers as if that would fool them I'd be really curious to see how that plays out
1: yeah that sounds cool also bird people I mean I would they be similar to the turians maybe? Maybe more bird-like? Not too sure. I don't know. We, I, mean, sure. I don't think you ever actually see them. Yeah, we don't have pictures of them. So, um, yeah. Vervata? I'm imagining bird person from Rick and Morty. bird They are bird person yeah, I'm from
4: only Rick and Morty. I'm only going off the Mass Effect wiki, but they say they have feathers, so they're a lot more bird-like than Turians. So I guess there's two space chickens out there now.
1: Space chicken. I like the idea of space chicken. Space chicken and space turtle. That needs to be a comic strip
4: something called <laughs>
1: Space Space chicken. Space Somewhere
0: chicken. The, yeah. Probably similar to the bird race in D and D I can never pronounce
1: it. Oh, the, um, the uh, uh, Eric, Eric Crocker. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. That would make sense. All right. Well here, let's move on to the next one. Anybody want to be a reaper? Oh, wait, what? Toasty and Kather what and teacup anybody else you guys want to be reapers or you feel like you are reapers I can we pick more than one to want to be or we want sure. to pick one? we're kind of going through it if you feel like yeah this one would be cool too yeah why not I, I
7: think it'd be cool to be a reaper well mostly the reapers after at the end like a reaper that w- was human but it's technically shepherd it, spoilers you pick you become a reaper I would like to be that reaper okay because there's they are synthetic lives that are the reapers a uh, collective consciousness or are they single each one has their own mind i can't remember i don't know this is a each
8: nation
7: each nation yeah, i it. thought so i would like to be a reaper because you could just you live like you're technically just a robotic little, little Leviathan. you have all the benefits of a Leviathan. and for technically couldn't you just make a new body if you needed one I suppose. so you're technically just a robotic, lot, I robotic, suppose. Lot, but then, robotic then lot
1: now you're at the like ship of theseus problem with like how many parts do you replace before you're no longer the same thing that you were
7: hmm. <laughs> I don't know it'd be pretty cool being a reaper I think a good reaper not like a, I'm gonna destroy the universe like a uh. reaper after the mass effect
1: alright so good reaper but not bad reaper yeah Okay. That's good guess all right yeah yeah i'm not i'm just just being clear toasty toasty wants to be a bad reaper right
5: yes <laughs> i think it would be great to uh to murder be... countless people on different worlds look you work in customer service long enough you wish you had the ability to control the population of the universe okay buddy? <laughs>
1: All right. I, so yes, I get it. I, I get would it.
5: Like to be a reaper. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The FBI now has you on a, a potential a serial really, killer list. So, just so you know.
2: Don't care. I brought <laughs> a really funny image to my head. I, I'm imagining Toasty as a reaper, as a customer support service. Yes. Personnel. <laughs> like someone calls in with their problem, and then they they complain, and he's like, "I am infinite." I am eternal.
7: <laughs>
2: Your concerns are not of, of, of significance.
7: And then it just sends you to another branch of customer service.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Please hold. Please, please hold. Um all right, so then there are the virtual alien. The virtual aliens are a race of some 1 billion individuals who downloaded their minds into a virtual world aboard a starship long ago to avoid the destruction of their civilization. As of 2185, the virtual aliens have established diplomatic contact with the Citadel Council in order to secure a new power source for their system um, that maintains their virtual world. Aliens name for themselves is currently unknown. This sounds like a Rick and Morty thing too. I feel like this was a Rick and Morty episode, wasn't it? (laughs) Anybody want to be part of the virtual aliens live in a virtual world? That's like taking the pill in the Matrix, right? Kather,
2: you know, what's crazy. I was just I was just looking at this today and I was thinking we're going to have to like incorporate this on one of the episodes of the minor races. Mm -hmm. I surely would not want to be living in purely a virtual world, even though that's basically what I do now. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh i would not I, I i very much like having a corporeal form i'll put it that way
1: yeah gaither
7: i was just thinking isn't this kind of like what happened in fallout uh with those uh, people that ended up
1: evolved 100 one, was it yeah the um I think it was 100. the one where they were uh tranquility lane yeah, yeah. They didn't choose so to be there though, and they well, were they didn't
7: choose to. But
1: torture. It's it,
7: it's it's come up in a lot of things. Like if you evolve far enough, you you either become immortal, or you become an energy being. So technically, they well,
1: like some kind of you leave the body behind. Mm-hmm. You you live as yeah something outside of just a physical Our consciousness. Form. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I mean, it's it's so abstract. I don't know how I feel it's about just, that
5: is this just like this sounds like cyberpunk <laughs> yeah th- there's you know, a lot of the idea of uploading your consciousness onto a like an ai
1: yeah there's a lot of fictions that deal with this kind of thing all right next on the list and if and if i miss anything let me know if i if somebody's like oh i still had something to say um the vortia these guys are lookers i mean we all want to look like a Vorcha at least right
0: <laughs> Teacup <Also>, says yes. <laughs> I want to know more about the Borchus. Because in-game, we really only see them as... Other than the Citadel DLC, where you have the Borchus counselor, they're like solely in the blood tax, is really where you see the Borchus. So like, I don't feel like I have enough information about the Borchus to make a decision.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're very... Goblin-esque, right? They're like space goblins. It's kind of the thing. It's kind of the I don't know, the vibe I get from them.
5: I feel like a Vorcha sometimes. I feel like some people regard me as a pest. Yeah. So. I feel like
1: this is one of those insults you could you could drop on somebody and they wouldn't know you were insulting them unless they really were into Mass Effect. You could be like, Good stop way. being a Vorcha. A what? Oh never mind. <laughs> Um, all right, so no, no, Vorcha. Let's okay. Last of the non-citadel races, the Yag. Also another looker. The uh, the Yagar sentient race of towering humanoids native to the world of Parnak, known for their violent and aggressive nature, and faces that look like they were punched really hard and have mouths that were stitched together down the middle of their head. Oh wow! Yeah,
2: I feel like I'm a yog uh, in the mornings before I've had coffee. (laughs) Uh, But
3: (laughs) go on, sovereign. Well, they seem really polite, welcoming, and friendly. And as a Canadian, I can totally relate to that.
1: (laughs) Well, all right. Yeah, they they seem to say sorry a lot. So no other no other yogs. All right. Okay. So now we're outside of the like normal races here and then there are historical races so the, the, the um, we'll start with the two that are the most common and if i and i'm not going to go through all of them but if there's something that you're like if you just call one of these out and you just want to be like no they, you should have said these guys um so there's the protheans this one's could be cool who wants to be a prothean anybody or feels like a prothean toasty
5: I don't know. I mean, think it'd be cool to be like part of, I guess, the ancient like race that I mean, most people, uh, I guess, consider responsible for a lot of like the stuff that comes before. I feel like if you're a prothean, you probably know a lot of the secrets of the universe. And I feel like that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or secrets H- of the galaxy. Teacup. Smaller scale. <laughs>
0: I have a clarifying question, probably for Sam. So, as I remember, Javik tells you that the Protheans subjugate all the other sentient races of their cycles. And does he say that they're all apparently Prothean now? So, like, Javik is like the Prothean, like the OG Prothean, but... So a Prothean could look like anything, by technical definition.
2: Right. So as I understand it, the word Prothean encompasses not just a race, but also a nationality. Because it was the Prothean Empire, all of the races that became subjugated as part of that empire ultimately came to identify themselves as Prothean. I think that they still retained their racial identity, but the nationalism was probably so strong, or at least it seems to be from the lore, uh, that it was so strong that they considered their nationality above their race that's that there was a hierarchy in which they identified themselves and it seems like the prothean nationality was regarded above their race does that answer the question
8: if i might chime in sure um i kind of think of it like as a like italy right you have italian and that encompasses all of italy but you know, back in the time it was, you were from Florence, you know, that was your city state or you were from Sicily. That was, that was you, you know, you were Sicilian, you were Florentine. And then it wasn't until, you know, later you were all Italian.
1: Right. Right. Things kind of expanded out. Or I mean, you can even take it to the Roman context of it. Like everybody in the Roman empire was Roman. If we were to look back at that time period and find, you know, remains during the Roman period that, they were the empire over that land, we would have said these were Roman remains, but they might be Roman remains in Britain or in, you know, France or Northern Africa, like any, any of those places. Um,
2: and so- I think it, it probably also depended on who they were talking to, right? Because if they were talking to someone else of their own race, then they might split hairs. For example, if you're a New Yorker and you're talking to another American, chances are you're going to say you're a New Yorker. You're not from the East Coast because right. everyone knows where New York is, right? Everyone in the United States. But if you're talking to someone from somewhere else in the world who isn't too familiar with American geography, then you might say, yeah, I'm an American and I'm from the East Coast. But you're going to leave off the New Yorker identity.
1: Right. More general. So, uh Cather? So is it kind of like the difference
7: between a capital P Prothean and a lowercase P Prothean? Like Prothean capital is like for like the whole the, the group, but lowercase right. Protheans are like the...
1: The race and the culture. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like you could be a Prothean culturally, but be of a different race. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So anyone else want to be a Prothean? I think the prothean are kind of cool. I, yeah, I, I can I imagine think I would be. you would be. I can imagine people who feel like they do a lot of work that sacrifices things themselves in order for people who come after them to get the benefits. So um, historically, people who like uh, immigrate from one place to another in order to create a better life for their children uh, oftentimes work very you know low wage jobs, but they do so in order to give their kids a head start and be able to go to college in order to get a better job. Or the kinds of people who do research um, for certain types of diseases. You know, like for a long time, people were doing research on cancer. And it didn't feel like we were getting it. We didn't come up with a solution. But every little step along the way will eventually lead to a solution, even if they don't get one in their generation. So I can imagine people in those kinds of situations feeling more like a prothean.
2: Yeah, I would would certainly want to be a prothean because just for the sheer um awesomeness of how it would be to like mind meld i forget the exact terminology (laughs) but the way that protheans can transfer information through touch and they can literally show someone else what it's what life is like or what life has been like in their shoes just by putting a a hand on their shoulder maybe you know like how many times in life Would that have been so useful to show someone exactly what you mean when perhaps you don't have the words or perhaps they're not even receptive to what you're talking about? So just forgo all of the nuances of language, especially when it comes to language barriers, maybe if you're working with someone who who speaks a different language and you just forgo all of that. You place your hand on their shoulder and they immediately know what you're talking about. And they're like, I'm on the same page.
1: Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know how many of you guys have been in relationships where you just want to tell the other person how much you actually care about them or how attractive they are to you, and words don't really do it justice. Does that make sense? Like, how many times have, like I, I I can tell you like it would be amazing if I could just like mind meld with my wife so that she could see what I see when I look at her, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, and. I'm sure a lot of couples have that feeling of like, ah, oh, if only if only I could explain it more clearly and you understand how or even they get in a fight and they're like, that's not what I meant. Just mind meld with me. So you get like I had good intentions, I promise. Um, I'm going to take the trash out tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Vervada.
4: Like when I'm comparing Asari and Profian mind melding, I really like the Prothian one better. Just because you don't have any pregnancy risk with that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is uh, kind of a benefit, isn't it?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh crap! I was just trying to explain
1: how to open a spreadsheet the right way, and now I'm gonna have a baby. (laughs) Stunts.
6: You know, I feel like sometimes, sometimes I feel like I feel like a Prothean because, um, you know, in that you get javik talking to people and people are like wow you're not all this is not all i was expecting i'm a teacher sometimes i feel like i'll have explained something really well and just the look back i'm getting from my students is like yeah nobody has any idea what i'm saying
1: oh totally right now
6: gotta to try this again
1: yep yep totally i totally get that as well all right we've got one more of like the i don't know what i would consider most common of these races um the rachni <laughs> How do you guys feel about the Rachni? Space shrimp. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, stunts.
6: Um, I will say the the thing I like about Rachni and this is just something I've noticed going through the game again is at least in the games, they're the only musicians I think that we see in the entirety of the Mass Effect series. Oh. I don't think Aside from them, like they have a song that they use to communicate with each other. Uh, so I am a I actually teach band, but I'm a, so, you know, that's one of those things. I don't think we see any other type of musician in effect, which I think is interesting. That is
1: interesting, even among the humans. Interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to think back to like, you know, times when you're in like a, a bar or something. like there's never like a band on stage or. I mean, hmm.
6: No, everybody just is electro techno in the future, apparently. Yeah, I guess so.
4: Vervada. I've never seen a band, but I know that they have to exist being the Shadow Broker DLC. When you look at your team's info that the Shadow Broker collected, it says what music Garris likes to listen to while he's in a firefight. So there are bands. I just I guess they never go into that.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. But there is one, something that's actually really cool about the Rachni that is very different from the other races yeah. is that form of communication. Yeah, teacup.
0: Um, I just like the idea of someone telling me what to do with my life and I don't have to deal with the decisions or consequences of it. <laughs> um, but we are also plays the piano in the Citadel DLC in one of the scenes. You can call her up to the
1: apartment. Oh, well, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah.
2: Good yeah, and there's right. also um, Morinth. Yeah. Morinth talks about her favorite bands. So we do know that there are bands, and they do they do go on tours.
1: Mm. And um, Morden sings. So we got that. We got that going for us. Sykes, did you have something to chime in with? Are you there
8: check check yeah sorry oh, uh, no
1: problem
8: uh, <laughs> um yeah uh, oh, i only had a joke um you know i'm already a, i'm already a drone for cooperation i'm good <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well did i skip anything else that anyone wanted to point out any others here oh we've got a few we've got a few let's go to Vervada. i'm just gonna ask
4: are we including Andromeda races too, or um, the original trilogy? Can we, we have Ket and Angara.
1: Yeah, if uh, are yeah, why not? So, what do you think? Or do any of those stand out to you? There's
4: Angara, I the cat. Don't want to be a cat. That's. I think those are the only two they added in Andromeda. But yeah, there's the the- Angara, Cool. Jaws a little bit too emotional for me. But mm. Ket, no way, no.
1: No way. Uh, Kather? Uh, could
4: be a
7: Vera, a space dog? <laughs> Am I saying it wrong?
1: I, I don't know. Oh, the Varen. Varen, Varen. Varen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the ones that, have, like, the, uh, they've got the big fangs, like a yeah, the, like a snake. The,
7: yeah, the big giant mouth. Yeah. I don't want to be Canfire Vera. Vera, I'd like to be a nice, taken care of, like, a Krogan's
0: Battle Vera.
1: Ooh. Ooh. All right. I I just want to be like a house pet Vera, one that gets like spoiled Yeah, goes on walks gets to eat the scraps off the table pampered
7: Shepard gets like kind
1: of Anyone feeling?
2: Anyone feeling you know, like uh, weirdly resonating with the shifty space cows
7: Space cows (laughs) Or an pet monkey
3: Oh, you got to bring the pie, oh, yeah, the, pie the
1: pie jacks. Yeah, yeah. The pie jacks. And then there's gas bags. Who feels like a gas bag sometimes? <laughs> yeah, it depends on what it eats. Yeah, just yep. ask my girlfriend. Just ask my girlfriend. Space beetles? There's them? Yeah. Well, I th- <laughs> the clicksin. They're kind of like bugs, right? I think we've... Yep. I think thresher
2: maw, of course.
1: The thresher maw. Sovereign, did you have something to chime in with?
7: Nope, sorry, no.
1: Okay. The pod crabs? <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think we're kind of hitting the end here, Kather.
7: Okay, one last one. The species that the Shadow Broker was I cannot remember what it was. Or is that the one you said the, the Yogg. Oh yeah, the Yaw. Okay, you said it, yeah. Yog.
1: yeah. Yeah, we went over them. Um Oh, cool guys. This has been super fun. Thank you for joining us. Um why don't we go back through the list? We're going to go backwards through the list. And feel free to uh, any last words on any of the races and then let people know how they can get a hold of you. If you'd like, you can always just say, yeah, just reach out to me on the discord. But if you want to share your social media and anything else you want to, you want to rep, like if you've got any cool projects going on, people should know about. So we'll start, we'll start backwards alphabetically with Vervada. Well, hi. Um,
4: No, I mean, my... Instagram is one cat underscore from crazy because I foster neonatal kittens so I always have a bunch of cats around um, if anyone's interested in otherwise on the discord
1: <laughs> oh that, that makes that's why the cat ears I get it I get it uh Lena
4: as I said in the other podcast you can always write me on discord I'll be happy to answer you.
1: Very cool. Very cool. And Teacup?
0: Um, yeah, you can reach out to me on Discord. Uh, my wife and I are actually working in the rock club starting the Dragon Age Lorecast. Um, and so if you're interested or have thoughts about that, you can reach out or follow us on Twitter at lorecast.
1: Yeah, and that's awesome, because um, he's one of our Rocket Club members, and this is something I bring up on occasion. Um, But if you are interested in starting your own podcast, and you want some guidance with that, and you want to be associated with Robots Radio, then you're welcome to join the Rocket Club. And there's, um, I think there's like, what, 12 of us now in the group, and... We go through stuff and help you guys to launch your own podcasts and make sure that you are putting together the best quality thing You can when you first get it out there and market it and do all that kind of stuff So yeah, so Dragon Age lore cast podcast you better better stay tuned for that Because they're gonna have some really cool stuff to talk about and I hear teacups wife is just absolutely Awesome when it comes to that stuff, right? She's the best. She's the best. Yeah Yeah, and then stunts and struts
6: You can send me mes- messages on the Discord, or you can send me messages on my PlayStation account, which is the same stunts and struts.
1: Very cool. And Toasty had to had to go. He had work coming up, so he had to leave. Uh, but his twin is uh, still here. Kather, you got anything you want to say? Any ways people can get a hold of you?
7: Well, um, I'm on Discord, uh, hit me up there I work nights, so it may take me a while to get back to her, and since Toasty's not here, I'll be the. I am Tally all the way. <laughs> okay,
1: alright, Tally all so, the way. Judy, I'll take up Tally this time. Alright, sounds good, sounds good. There's an inside joke about Toasty and Kather on the Cyberpunk lore cast and the character Judy, and Toasty's super into Judy. Um, so, if anybody else doesn't like Judy, he gets very upset. Uh, <laughs> then we have Psych. Hi.
8: Um, so, you can hit me up on the Discord here, uh, Psych88. Um, I'm working on modifying uh, some general public domain plays for audio production, like the like old timey radio play, but, you know, streamed.
1: Very cool. Uh, how can people? What should people do to check it out? Or,
8: um, well, right now it's it's in pre production. It's a heavy rewrite and edit. So right now it's just script work and word. And
1: <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, we'll we'll stay tuned. Definitely share some stuff uh, on the in the sharing section of the Discord when you when you have something for people to check to. out. For sure. That sounds awesome. And then sovereign shepherd. Sovereign uh, shepherd. Well-
3: well, the best place to get a hold of me is probably on the Mass Effect, on the Discord, well, the Mass Effect section. Been really enjoying our conversations in there, digging with the uh, theories and the what ifs and everything else. Um, I'm also I'm part of a clan that's been around since 2008. That's the SC in front of my name. So if, just throwing it out there, if anyone's into Battlefield or those sort of things, I can usually be found on discord uh, Discord.TheSoldier's Creed.
1: Awesome. Is that for a specific console or PC?
3: Uh, PC gaming mainly. We have a couple console players, but mainly PC.
1: Cool, cool. I might have to take you up on that on the next Battlefield when it comes out, because I, I love me some Battlefield.
3: Oh, we'll be there. We used awesome. to scrim in Battlefield, so we're pretty gung-ho for it.
1: Sweet. That sounds awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Sam, do you have anything else to chime in with, or anything else you want to share before we head out?
2: Yeah, well, I actually did a test while we were uh, doing the episode, and it turns out that I would be in a Asari, oh. uh, at least according to this test. And uh, according to the test, that's because I would approach situations with elegant diplomacy. I have to have a strong disagreement with that uh, because (laughs) of all the things I've been called diplomatic, I don't think was one.
1: (laughs) Maybe you should take the test again or find another one. I'm sure there's more than one, right? But they're all from like five years ago, probably. So. (laughs)
2: yeah pretty much uh, but besides that you know i'm gonna be streaming some game pass games tomorrow and if uh, if anyone's interested my twitch handle is at in seven legend i'll be tweeting out a notification ahead of time uh should be about around noon tomorrow or maybe the uh early afternoon but i will be streaming some game pass games ahead of our episode of the game pass game show that's right our game show Xbox. not game show Xbox Game Pass show,
1: Game pass show right, is <laughs> uh, tomorrow night. That's at 1030. And Toasty and I do the Witcher lore cast at nine o'clock. And I'll probably be streaming some games tomorrow, too, if I get the time to do so. Um, I also am going to be playing some of the other games on the Xbox Game Pass in order to give people some of my early thoughts on some of those as well so uh that's what's going on tomorrow thank you everybody for help being here for being so fun and um this is such an awesome conversation and also again for supporting the show we really do appreciate it and until next time we'll see you guys in the citadel i should come up with some sort of really fun going with see you in the citadel eh? we should come up with the seediest bar in mass what's the seediest place in mass effect and be like see you there some core right. is dead core is dead core is dead okay yeah so see you core is dead next week <laughs> all right guys later thanks for tuning in to the mass effect Lorecast. we'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of mass effect reach out to us on twitter at mass effect cast or check out the robots radio discord also you can send us an email at mass effect Lorecast at gmail.com
0: Are
5: you an avid player of the Elder Scrolls Online and looking to take your game to that next level? Well, the Red Diamond Courier Podcast is here to help. I'm Bob Chichinski. And I'm Dogbark24. We are two experienced players aiming to help others learn and improve through in-game knowledge and references. From PvE to PvP and everything in between. There's sure to be something for you in the Red Diamond Courier. We We hope hope you check check us us out. out. Thanks!
8: Hey, I'm Pylon. And I'm Doc. And if you've ever played an Elder Scrolls game, you've probably used UESP.net to help you find information about a quest, dive deeper into lore, or really learn anything about the Elder Scrolls.
0: But did you know we have a podcast too? Every week we bring you the latest in Elder Scrolls news, dig deeper into topics surrounding the game, and have a ton of fun while doing it.
8: You can find us on your favorite podcatcher by searching the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. Can't wait to see you all there.